Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back by no one's demand but our own. And from our home office here in Elizabeth Park, in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, it is the 615 Sessions, brought to you by A to Z Sports and A to Z Sports Nashville.com. Buck Rising, hanging out with you on this Thursday. Very happy to have, or excuse me, on this Tuesday, I've got my days mixed up. <laughs> That's how you know it's training camp, right? When you have practice Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you look up, you're going to lunch, you don't feel like you've had a weekend, and I know nobody wants to hear me complain about going to football practice for a living, uh, but I'm disoriented, and I know this is a Tuesday, and I'm still happy to be here with you, and I'm happy to bring you our interview with Laura Oakman, finally, uh, of the NFL on Fox. Very happy to be able to get to that conversation. Uh, we're going to talk about Galvanize today, the program that she instituted to help raise awareness, help ra- make connections for women who are getting into the sports broadcasting sideline reporting industry and being tossed at these opportunities uh, before they might be ready. I, I know a lot of people want to talk Titans, want to talk training camp right now, but honestly, outside of what we've been updating you on on a daily basis, there really isn't anything to discuss. Adam Schefter had a little bit of an update on Derrick Henry today as it regards to the lower body injury that Mike Vrabel described. So Adam Schefter, who I'm sure somebody finally said, okay, enough. You know, I'm tired of not knowing what's going on with Derrick Henry. I'm tired uh, of there not being any more information. Schefter, go do something about it. And sure enough, Adam Schefter came up with this tidbit a couple hours ago as we sit here on Tuesday as I scroll through Adam Schefter's timeline. Okay, Derrick Henry is nursing a strained calf. Uh, Colts quarterback Andrew Luck is also nursing a strained calf. Regarding Titans running back Derrick Henry's injury that left him in a walking boot, he has a strained calf muscle that could sideline him for about two weeks per a source, but the injury is not considered serious, and the team is being cautious. So there is your Derrick Henry update. It is pretty much just as Mike Vrabel told us, day-to-day, as with A.J. Brown, day-to-day, not considered serious, Something that we saw happen briefly. That's been kind of the book so far on Derrick Henry. Not a lot seen of him. Kind of depriving us who traffic in the social media business of Derrick Henry plays to be able to broadcast out to you. But anyway, so we will talk to Laura Oakman. We will continue to update you on Titans training camp. We will have more interviews with the players coming over the course of the next couple weeks. But meanwhile, let's get to Laura Oakman. Back here on the 615 Sessions, A to Z Sports, A to Z Sports Nashville.com. Pleased to be joined 
by Laura Oakman. You see her on the sidelines for the NFL on Fox. She is the founder of Galvanize, which is one of the best programs out there empowering women in sports. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about that today. We'll get to some football thoughts for Laura, but appreciate you stopping by. Thanks so much. I so appreciate you having me, Buck. Thank you. Of course, of course. Uh, so let's let's get right to it, if if you don't mind. I, what what Galvanize is, and you can see you can follow Laura on Twitter at Laura Oakman and follow Galvanize at Galvanize Life on Twitter. Uh, the 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 movement to get more opportunities for women in sports is something that I women and minorities because frankly there's too many overweight white dudes talking about sports in my opinion and I think I feel like everybody could benefit from a little more diversity in the workplace galvanize is fantastic and your advocacy for women in sports has always stood out uh, so if you if you could kind of tell the audience a little bit about how galvanize got started what the program is and how you've been executing it over the past couple of years. It's so funny, Buck, because as you said it, as you were talking about how wonderful it is um, and how long we've been trying to get women and 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 minorities opportunities, um, which I've always felt that way. But it was interesting because I think probably starting about 10 years ago, what I started seeing all of a sudden was so many young women were getting these opportunities, which I was like, oh, this is fantastic. But then what happened was they were getting thrown into these opportunities that I was like, oof, that's really quick. That's really soon. And instead of opening more doors for these young women to get their reps and to be able to learn and to be able to grow, they started getting thrown into the highest of levels. And that got me worried where every time I was watching these young women um, come in and burn out pretty quickly and fail pretty quickly, and I knew why, which was, oh, I, I'm so glad I never got that opportunity until I was 40. I'm so glad I didn't start at the NFL on Fox. I'm so glad I started in Montgomery, Alabama. So the great news was I started seeing all these young women starting to get opportunities. But the tough news was they were getting thrown into opportunities they weren't ready for. And so luckily for me, it happened when I was turning 40. And I was at a good age instead of being judgmental of the women, which that could have happened when I was younger. Um, I was at a, at a motherly age and a protective age. And I went, how can I help with that? So I wanted to see them getting more and more opportunities and terrific opportunities. But I also was like, what can I do to help? So when they get these opportunities, they're more prepared. And that doesn't just mean they're better and more polished on camera. That means getting thrown into professional locker rooms and trying to figure out how to build relationships and learning how to navigate this world that is predominantly, as you know, gray, very much not black and white. How do I help them uh, navigate that? And how do I give them something I certainly never had in over 25 years of this business, which was a strong, a strong support network of other women? And that was the genesis. And and it's been it's been truly truly beautiful to watch play out, Laura. And I follow you on social media as well as Galvanize. You can do the same at Laura Oakman and at Galvanize Life on Twitter. You, you mentioned that you didn't you didn't get your NFL on Fox opportunity until later in life when you were ready for it, when you were prepared for it. And it it brings me back to a tweet that you have pinned 
on the top of your profile, which I found I find incredibly introspective. And if you if you wouldn't mind, I'll read it for the audience. Uh, quote: Getting older as a broadcaster and as a woman always scared me. Being told that there's a shelf life for aging women on camera. Not anymore. This achievement means the world to me. Talking about uh, your your broadcast, uh, your record broadcast for f- the NFL on Fox, your 164th network telecast, becoming the third most broadcasted sideline reporter in history. Congratulations! A little late, congratulations, by the way, but congratulations <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, but back to your tweet. This achievement means the world to me. I'm wrapping my arms around this age, celebrating the longevity, the lessons, and the wisdom that comes with it. And I, that's so well stated, Laura. And it, it it's a fantastic point because, I mean, you're, you're right. Women, any anybody in on TV knows or has been told that they have a shelf life because there's always going to be somebody younger, somebody newer, somebody more that that seems to bring more energy to a broadcast uh, out there trying to take trying to take all of our jobs frankly but yeah. at, at what how how at what point did you kind of were you kind of able to compartmentalize that and and put it into and put it into words as as you so well did on Twitter now I, I mean honest <laughs> yeah. to God like now I, I I don't think I could have five years ago I don't even know if I I think three years ago I would have made a, an aging joke um, and, and probably gotten uncomfortable with it. Um, just embarrassed by it in terms of, Oh, I don't want to make it about me, but I, I'm going to name drop because it's my favorite name drop in the world. But my best friend for over 20 years was Stuart Scott yes. and Stuart and I first met when we were both really starting out. He was at ESPN too. And Stuart was, I think four years older than me. And, um, we used to have conversations probably about the time when we were about 30, you know, so he was, you know, a little bit older. And I remember saying to him, everyone keeps asking me, what am I going to do next? And I was just starting to get good. I had been at CNN for about CNN sports for about seven years at that point. I, I truly felt like I I had my reporter chops down. I had never been a better, uh, I never, I'd never been better at interviewing or really hosting, having conversations. And yet everyone kept saying, what do you want to do next? And I kept saying to him, I don't have a good answer because I'm doing what I want to do. And we used to really talk about that because I would say to him, how many times are people asking you what you want to do next? And he was like, you know, this is long before cancer, but he would say, nobody asks me that because I'm going to be allowed to do it as long as I want to do it because I'm good at it. And he really helped me with that. Um, What he would always say to me is stop saying you're good for a woman. You know, stop saying you're a woman sports broadcaster. Stop, stop comparing yourself to any other women because you're a sports broadcaster. You're a journalist that has no gender. And so he really helped me see that. And and all that being said, that still took a while because as a woman, the first battle is um, you don't know what you're talking about. And that takes a while to defeat that because you're constantly being told you don't know what you're talking about or quizzing you, you know, tell me, you know what you're talking about. My first, like legitimately the first live shot I ever did a high school coach in Montgomery, Alabama walked out to me holding a football and the basketball and said, and I I'm sitting there thinking I'm having like the greatest moment of my life. I I'm getting paid to do this. It was a time where not many women were, and I'm sitting here waiting for the coach and I have a huge smile on my face, literally buck thinking like I've made it. Mm. And I put my hand out to introduce myself as he walks up and he's holding both balls. And I'm like, okay, what is this? 
Um, and he said, little girl, I just want to make sure you knew the difference of a football and a basketball. And a football is oblong and a basketball is round. And that was my first ever live shot. So I was all of probably 22. And my first thought was, oh, I haven't achieved anything. I haven't done anything. And that started me down a rabbit hole of always having to prove I knew I, I knew what I was talking about and I belong. And then this twist happens because you finally do after a long time prove hopefully to yourself more than anybody that you belong but now it starts going well you better enjoy it because your window's closing and my favorite conversations I have are with running backs because I always say to them like you're after 30 and we're after 40 it's just everyone will say what are you doing next right. we'll close your window for you so it's it took me a long time to finally go I'm good at what I do and I like to keep changing and shifting and, and doing different things because my interests are changing. And I think I'm, I think, um, I think I've laid a lot of breadcrumbs to be able to do different things, but I finally got to a point where I said, I'm going to stop listening to other people defining what I'm doing or what I'm going to do next. And I'm, I'm going to start just writing what I'm doing right now and, and what I've accomplished. But that, that took a long time for me to get there. It, it's crazy because this, this industry that we both work in, obviously different entities uh, and different mediums, but it's just, it's rife with insecurity yeah. at, at all yeah. levels. And particularly, like, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm somebody who got the opportunity to cover the Tennessee Titans while I was working midnight to 6 a.m. at a radio station for $10 an hour. And, and they happened to not have anybody covering the professional football team in town. And I said, hey, could I go to practice and had zero experience with it mm. and just had to go in there and kind of feel my way out and and still at at 26 I'm trying to feel my way out and, and trying to you know understand the best way to do this job and can you hack it uh, with the rest of these people who are classically trained journalists who are mm. who are who have been at this longer who have better insight than you who know more uh, and 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 to try and and to try and balance all that and so it's 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 almost compounded Laura for the, peop- the, the women that you are trying to help build this network for to get more experience before they're thrust into positions like all of us have been at certain points in our careers. And it's, it's one of the most impressive things. And I, I'm actually getting ready to tape uh, a second interview with another strong woman in football, in sports media, Mina Kimes, here in about three minutes when, I, when we wrap up this one. And and to your to both of yours credit and to all of the women who have made it and to all of the women who will make it i mean it is once once you get there it's almost like you have to convince yourself as you're saying that you are there and that you can do this and it's not just okay i'm good at this for a woman i can ha- i can hang with anybody this is my job this is my profession everybody else is trying to catch up to me Somebody asked me recently um, and asked a bunch of a bunch of broadcasters or a bunch of journalists, who are your biggest doubters? And to give examples of that. And there were just too many where I was like, oh, Lord, like 27 years. Like, I, I don't have time to list everybody who has doubted. But the, the, the truest answer was my biggest critic was myself. It, it's just when my 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 voice was always louder than anyone else's going, maybe you don't belong and maybe you don't know what you're talking about. And and maybe they're right. You know, if everybody is telling you you don't belong, it's hard not to feel that way. And so I think you're so right. And again, that's that's not a gender thing. That's a that's an insecurity thing. And that's a thank God for getting older and getting wiser thing. And here's the thing, Buck. 
so with Galvanize, it's two days. And the first day of the boot camp is with all the young women. We don't go near a camera. We don't go near anybody else. It's it's a room of women. And the whole thing is I need them to fall in love with each other. I need them to trust each other. It's all it's all about confidence in yourself and these other women. Day two, we team up with NFL teams. And what I will tell you is walking into a room, you know, let's say I have 25 women and an NFL team gives me 25 rookies. And now I'm putting the two sides together and we spend all day going over empathy and respecting each other and not uh, not learning each other as reporters and players or even men and women. It's about both sides of these young men and women starting their journeys and how much they can help each other and how much they're going through the same thing. So I say that to you saying, yes, in our business, but also all of these rooms of rookies that I'm in. And how good it feels to them when all of a sudden they let their guard down and they realize these women are working as hard as they are. And they're there wearing the responsibility of telling a story. And how do I earn your trust? And how do I build trust with you? And and how do we earn each other's respect? It's, it's a day of doing that with both sides. And what I can tell you is the players have just as much insecurity. Obviously, we're, we're meeting them during camp, you know, right before training camp. So they're going through the same do we belong questions. And if you're drafted, you know, wanting to make sure that I, that that I'm worth it, showing my team it, it was worth the draft. And if I'm undrafted, obviously just proving they belong. And that's been incredible, putting these groups of young women together with these groups of young men and seeing how much they have in common and how when you put empathy and respect and trust together, it's incredible. And especially during the time where there's never been a worse time for a relationship between a reporter and fill in the blank, athlete, politician, entertainer. It's just, I wanted to check off a lot of boxes, not just helping these young women, but how do we help these young women and these young men? And how do I, how can, what's my small part in making just this relationship better and this business better? Cause it's just gotten to a place of just such mistrust. And I certainly wouldn't have got into this business at this point if I knew what it was right now. If I was, you know, if I was 22 and looking at it, I'd go, why? You know, that it seems like there's a lot of ugliness. It seems like there's a lot of people that don't respect you, that don't trust you. And so I, I want to do my small part in being able to make sure these young men and women look at each other differently. Sage advice from the great Laura Oakman of the NFL on Fox. Follow her on Twitter, at Laura Oakman. Follow Galvanize, at Galvanize Life, and check it out at lauraoakman.com backslash Galvanize. Thank you so much, Laura, for your time, for your insight. Uh, It's been a great pleasure to speak with you, and hopefully we can do it again sometime soon maybe talk a little football but this has been one of one of my favorite interviews truly uh i i so appreciate it i always appreciate any time to be able to talk about galvanize and talk about my purpose with galvanize but i can't even tell you buck how much more meaningful it is when it's a conversation with a man and when it's a it's um a conversation with a man who's who really wants to listen and be a part of the conversation um, so I can't thank you enough for asking me to be a part of your show and also just for the conversation. So thank you. Anytime. You know what they say, spread love. It's the Nashville way. Ah, love it. Thank you. All right. Shout out to the OG, Laura Oakman, NFL on Fox. Really, really enjoyed chatting with her. She's local here in Nashville. So hopefully we'll be able to do more with Laura. Uh, I'll see her at the Titans kickoff event that is happening this coming weekend, I do believe, with Jake Owen at Nissan Stadium. I think that practice is on Saturday 
and I, I hope to see a lot more of you guys out there. A bunch of you came up and said hi at training camp. That was fun for me. Uh, there is no crappier form of celebrity than somebody who does local sports talk. But you guys, uh, I, I really, I really appreciated uh, you coming up and saying hi and and complimenting what we're doing here at A to Z Sports, complimenting the podcast. You guys uh, make it possible, and so I'm greatly appreciative, appreciative, appreciative to you for making that possible and for continuing to support us as you support your professional teams because we're going to cover them and we're going to bring you the best coverage that's what we do here on a to z sports meanwhile rate review and subscribe wherever it is that you're getting your podcast continue to help support the podcast continue to follow along with austin and zach in the mornings a to z sports nashville's on-demand sports talk show Streaming on Facebook Live and Periscope weekdays. That's where you find the boys. Continue to support them. They support the 615 sessions. They make it possible. And so we appreciate them for that. That being said, I'm Buck Rising. Reminding you to stay hot, Nashville. We will talk to you on Thursday after training camp practice has concluded. I do not know who the player we will have yet, but we will have a player. So we'll talk to you then. See you around.